Today is November 8th, 2022. Bama goes down in flames over the weekend. A very disappointing loss. Let's burn on it. All right, here we are. Welcome to the show tonight. First topic out of the shoot, Bama LSU. Let me tell you, it was an epic game. Wasn't the result that we all wanted, uh, but what an epic game that was. That's how that game should be. Uh, you know, Bama LSU in Baton Rouge at night, that game should be a game like that. Back and forth, down to the wire, overtime. Kudos to Brian Kelly for having the balls big enough to go for the win. Uh, I thought he should have done that against Florida State in week one when they drove down the field and tie, you know, and scored and went for the tie and got the kick got blocked. I was screaming that night um, to my buddy, my LSU buddy, that why did, why, why did Kelly not go for the win there? He had him. Florida State was cooked. They were done. It was over. LSU wins it if they would have just gone for two there, and they didn't. Lost the game. So I, I knew when they scored against us here and, and when Jaden Daniels, you know, basically moonwalked into the end zone, untouched, unchecked, Perhaps that they were immediately going to go for two in the win. Uh, there was no way he wasn't going to do that, in my opinion. He did it, and they won. So kudos to LSU. Um, Brian Kelly's going to do good things down there. Uh, but what an environment, though. 103,000, insanity. Too bad LSU stormed the field and, and announced to the world what losers they think they are. That's, that's unfortunate, um, but, you know, it is what it is. But the environment up to that point was pretty epic, in my opinion. Good evening. Welcome to the show, everybody. Yeah. Sorry, I just launched out of there and just launched out of there. Didn't really do any welcomes. Welcome, Hunter. Welcome, Vons. P. Diddy over here to the left. Always <laughs> and forever. Good to have uh, everybody. Well. Can I say that my prediction was the closest? You were actually right. <laughs> which is mine was mine. Pretty good. mine. Which one was your which one was yours? Mine was like we win by a touchdown and I get pissed off the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were right. You were I was, I was halfway there. We were all pretty ticked off the entire time. That's Lord. That's true. It was a very interesting game. Couldn't run the ball, lick. Couldn't really pass block. Number 40 for LSU was a terror. Perkins. I mean, yeah. Perkins he's good. just a freshman. He was going to I mean, it was – Dominated the line of scrimmage the whole game. Yep. He was he was their version of Will Anderson. What You know, we needed Will Anderson to be, and he was not. Mm. <clears throat> Very Broke disappointed in the defensive ends. Yeah, uh, it's tough to say. Um I, I really don't know. <laughs> I really don't know what to say about it. I mean, uh, look like we lost. Um, 
once they started scoring, I mean, we did start to come back, but it, it looked like we didn't even really want to be in the game. Um, we were not. We were still, you know, too many pre-snap penalties. Um, play calling on both sides, offense and defense, was not great. It's atrocious. I mean, it's brutal. Um, it's freaking brutal. You know, if, if there's if there's any indication, I mean, throwing all statistical parts, I know I like to throw stats out there for everybody. Um, but throwing all that out, if y'all, if any of y'all have watched the presser from Monday, um, it was pretty indicative of um, where we actually stand. At least where Saban thinks we stand. Um, now he's not going to go out and publicly. Um, call somebody out that's just not his style now i know it's some other coaches styles but not not this one he took it upon himself you know that's what goats do uh you know even in the worst times so yeah he took it on the chin i'll give him that yeah <laughs> yeah um, i mean he had no choice like that was the only yeah. that was the only <laughs> thing he could have done Hey, and unlike most games where we say the fix is in, no, we, no, we just, we just that was only like, one game. I strongly believe that something was fishy there, but but no, this uh, this one we just just don't have it. I, we I don't think we've got that um, killer instinct, as they call it. Um, nope. Do do or die, and um, there's no dogs on the squad, man. No dogs. There's no on dogs the on the squad. You got great leaders. But you got around those leaders. You got you have really good Jimmys and really good Joes, and we got neither, unfortunately. There's we got a, no, a few Jimmys, but not enough. You know, that's you know that old saying. You know, I mean, there's just no, there's not that dog on this team, man. That that Roe McLean, that Deron Payne, they wanting to fight entire LSU sideline in 2016. Like, there's we don't have that guy on this team anywhere, and it's. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Couple that with, with bad philosophy. Like the receivers, in my opinion, are average at best. But the three running backs, Gibbs, McClellan, Roy Dell, the three of them as a whole, I think, are better than any of any group of three receivers that that we have that we run out there. Agreed. So my thing is, why are we not? developing some type of offense around the three of them, like getting them the ball more, putting them in space, getting them in mismatches, getting your best players on the field with the ball. I mean, Gibbs had 15 carries. The dude's averaging almost seven yards a carry. The dude only had 15 carries. Like, Yeah, it's weird. I, I know the offensive line is has been useless when it comes to run the ball lately. We just have no push. We cannot get any push off the line, no brute strength. You know, it's just, it's just, you know, but they need to feature their their best players, in my opinion. I agree, especially with Bryce struggling early on. Yeah, especially yeah. still hurt. Like still being hurt not being. I agree. In, I agree, but I mean, yeah, God, not being in real. Was dicing them up on the first drive, and I agree and with that too. Oh yeah, you abandoned them. Yeah. I mean, Bob, Bob does that though. He bails on the. I mean, he dips out on the run, w- way too early. I mean, Bryce had 50, 50 something pass attempts in a close game. It wasn't like we were playing catch up. We weren't down, you know, twenty points the whole game. We were. This was a one score game for the most part. Like most of the game, it was back and forth. It was. It was very attainable. It wasn't like we were having to play catch up down. You know, we, we got a throw. We're down. 
you know, 20 points, man. We got to score quick. You know, it could have been more of a balanced deal and, and getting, getting down by the goal line, you know, we should never throw that close to the goal line. Maybe just kick the field goal next time, you know, just. Are you talking about on the first drive when we threw that interception? We threw the pick. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, oh, and the go, go in there. The going for two twice. That also helped. I, I can't stand yeah. that either. Like what you confidence go, you, you had you got, that entire game <laughs> that you, we could have <laughs> First one made sense. Yeah, second yeah, one. I'll, I'll give the first. There's absolutely no reason to call it. What Thank you. You get yeah, one. Thank you. You get one point. You. you have a one point lead, and you give them the ball back with 18 seconds. Was that right? Was that not going to be on the clock when when they got that last drive before they knelt, kneeled it? When LSU something kneeled like that. It to go? 16 seconds. Yeah, 16, 16 seconds. Like something like that. Something you like kick that, it, yeah. and yeah, you best they start at their 20, or was it 25? Sorry, 20 or 25. I can't remember. I think it's yeah. 20. I'm with but, you, Vons. I didn't see a reason to go for two that second time, but you know the chart. The chart tells you to, and then they just did it. And I mean, it's like okay, whatever. bit him in the ass. <laughs> bit him in the bootiski. So anyway, it was a tough loss, but almost a relief at some point, just because this. I mean, this team is just so infuriating. Some of the defensive calls continuously make, like how you don't have a spy. On Jaden Daniels, the one of the top rushing quarterbacks in the league, if not the top, I don't know the exact stats, but how you not have a spy? Why, why are we blitzing a zero blitz, you know, zero coverage blitz, and leaving him with the ball by himself, and he just trotted into the end zone? Like I just it baffles me. They keep running that blitz with Henry, and it's it's insanity to me. It never works. He never gets off a block. He's never going to get to the quarterback. Even when he's unabated, the quarterback sees him and gets rid of it. It's, it's never going to work. They just keep doing it, though. It's, missed it's, tackles I was don't another understand big thing it. in this game. And I saw a ton of missed tackles. Um, arm tackles is what I'm seeing. It, it, yeah. they're, not, they're not, you know, fitting them up, getting to the ground. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, it's – anyway, it's, uh, it is what it is. Tough place to go win at night. Kudos to LSU. They had they they did their thing, won the game. That's they went for the win. Impressive. It's too bad that we got burned by that same play that Clemson ran oh, back in twenty fifteen oh, oh. or sixteen, whatever. That, same exact play. Same exact play. Battle even went under the even went dipped under the block. I think still couldn't get there. So. It's unfortunate to continuously to you know get beat by that play again. I wouldn't say continuously, not like somebody runs it on us every week, but that was a big moment. Uh, come back the guy on FS1 broke it down frame you know frame split screen. Emmanuel Acho on FS1's I saw it on his Twitter. It's, it's split screen for the Clemson play and the LSU play, and it was it was identical, except they just threw to the tight end instead of that receiver. That tight end was killing us all game though. Yeah, battle couldn't couldn't have anything for that dude, but he didn't have nothing for him. So Mason Taylor, Mason Taylor, yeah. is that, his dad played in the NFL apparently. I'm, yeah, I'm not a big NFL guy. Sorry guys, I, yeah. ah, it's tough. His dad plays uh, played for the Dolphins for a number of years, 
uh, fins up. <laughs> he was a Hall of Famer for the Dolphins uh, like many years, many, many years ago. And I was actually in, you guys may be too young to know what the blue-gray game is that used to be played in Montgomery on Christmas oh, yeah. morning. Oh, yeah. Um, years and years ago when, when Jason Taylor was a senior at Akron, he played in the blue-gray game. And I, me and a buddy of mine went to the little, little banquet a couple nights before the game and got to meet a bunch of players and stuff and, and got to meet him. And he signed a hat, but he was just a tall, skinny defensive end from Akron. Nobody, you know, nobody knew who he was, nobody heard of him or anything. So um, all, and all those years later, he became a Hall of Famer. And, you know, his son's playing. And his sister, Joy, you know, is on – FS1, she was on Colin Cower. Now she's on that show Speak. So, you know, so she's a media. She's on TV quite a bit. So, Doing uh, well. so pretty funny how that worked. You know, small world. But, yeah, old Jason Taylor. But, yeah, Mason, man, he was killing it. We had nothing for that dude. Mm. Bunch he's going to be very, very good. I think he's – if he could continue to have a – and this is speaking on LSU's behalf, I, I would think, if, yeah. you know, they can continue to build another quarterback behind him. I mean, I think he's just a – freshman if i'm not mistaken I, I someone can clarify that or correct me if i'm wrong on it um he could be really good i i don't know as good as brock bowers but maybe we'll see he, yeah. he, i just saw a lot from him so we'll see sucks seeing uh georgia have all these tight ends <laughs> good lord did you see what Darnell Washington did, I'm not even a play that he had to even catch a ball. He goes and does a fake move in and literally stiff arms a defensive end into the ground just to block him. It was the most insane. I was like, oh, my Lord. So, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, we ain't got no dogs like that. Our tight end gets the ball ripped out of his arms by a 180-pound defensive back, cornerback. Yeah. Just runs up and just rips the ball out of our big, badass tight end. That's how we roll. Just, just ripped it right out of his arms. And we get it back on a technicality. Yeah. On a technicality that I wrote that I didn't even know existed. Me either. Me either. So I maintain Latou did that on purpose. (laughs) He he had such awareness. He had such awareness that he made sure his feet were out of bounds, and then he reached in there and slapped the ball away. (laughs) Even after like a 20-minute explanation, I'm like, all right. Yeah, and then it was like another, and it was like another ten minutes that, he, that when he got over there to where Brian Kelly was, it was like another ten yeah. minutes that he was talking about it. And then watch us still screw it up. <laughs> That's just what it was. Oh god. Uh, anyway, that I, that loss that was a better loss than the Tennessee loss. I, I I'll take that Agreed. that kind of loss over that yeah. Tennessee BS. The but, uh, but you know, it, it is what it is. It, it, Brian Kelly's going to do pretty good at LSU. I'm afraid. We'll see. A, wasn't a huge fan of his, uh, but uh, I mean, it's this team, man. Just the, lose at Tennessee first time in 16 years, then get beat by Brian Kelly. Dude had 37 players on the team when he took the job, and uh, ain't been a year yet. And he comes in and beats us first time, first swing, knocks us out. And I'm like, God dang, man, come on. So he's recruiting too. He's recruiting like a madman. Yeah, I mean, he's. He's finally got a level playing field, so it's going to be interesting to see what what he's made of. He's won everywhere else until he's run into, you know, big boys. But now he is one of the big boys, and he can recruit like that. So we'll see. We shall see. We shall see. So that's that. And up next, Ole Miss at Oxford. The Lane Train going to have something something for the Tide on Saturday. I'm not sure what, but it's going to be something. 
It's going to be something. I don't know if y'all have noticed that he is, uh, he's done, Lane has done everything he can not to say anything negative about Saban or anything this year. So keep in mind if Saban, uh, you know, calls it quits in the next three to five years, I want the Lane train coming to the T Town. That's what I want. He's going to be the same call. Um, he's waiting on it. We'll give him the money. Yeah. Trust me. He's, he's going to be the second call that that we make for this job. Do not tell me it's Bill O'Brien. If I if you say it's Bill O'Brien, I will literally come through Dude. the screen. And... Come on, come on. That's not even realistic. This is not. This is this is a serious conversation. Oh, okay. It's not gonna. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna happen. But they they're going to call, just be just to call because they can. They could throw ten at two hundred if they at them if they wanted, but Kirby Smart is going to be the first call they make. Hmm. In my opinion, he's not going to take the job. Obviously, no, no way he'd ever leave his alma mater, especially if they're if they're a powerhouse. It, it wouldn't be a call th- thinking you had any chance, but it would be. A, but you have to make the call. You have mm-hmm. to call him and say, "Are you interested?" Here's ten at two hundred. How's that sound? And he'd be like, "Oh, I don't know. You're talking about that kind of money." I'd be like, we're giving you a baseball contract, dude. You ever hear Bryce Harper? Yeah. How about how about ten at three thirty? What do you say? Does that interest you? Good lord. Yeah. Mike Troutman numbers. Oh, you want fourteen at four twenty-five? Done. What's up? Indespicable. Absolutely Disney just bought insane. us, so you know we can throw however much money we want. It just got announced. Disney bought college football, so it's all. They're just like, whatever, dude. Just give. What's the number? Don't give me any any of that Cinderella story crap in football. I don't want that stuff. I mean, that's that's the Disney way, dude. How do you think they bought Star Wars? When George Lucas said, "What's the number?" He was like four billion. They're like, "Oh, that's it." (laughs) We came here with twelve, but that's cool. Four is cool. See ya. Thank you, China. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. Anyway, so uh, that's it for that's that for you know. Bam, we go to Ole Miss. We still got something to play for, I guess. Crazy things can happen, and we can still wind up Atlanta by the some insane miracle. I, I don't want that because I don't want to go to Atlanta and, and watch us get baptized by Georgia, uh, or have to watch Bob coach in another big game again. I just uh, I can't. My nerves can't take any more with this guy. Like somebody, please hire this man, please. We'll pack for him. We'll get. We'll pay you yeah. to take him. We'll, we'll please. So, Speaking anyway. of that, ooh, ooh, ooh. Anyway, the only positive going to Ole Miss is that Lane Kiffin is his own worst enemy. That's the only yes. positive I have. Yes, about this game. That is true. He loves going for it at his own thirty-yard yeah. line. That's really it. <laughs> but you know, any other time I would be like, yeah, but this team ain't got the dog to. Somebody grab their sack and, and make a stop on fourth down. They don't. And yeah. this Ole Miss team is pretty creative in their run game. Yeah, that's one. Two way really good it. running backs. Jackson Dark can move. I mean, yeah, they got a thousand I think yard we back. Have I think. The edge, but they do. Yeah. Oh, and, and their backups got a lot of yards too. Stopping um, the run has not been our forte recently. These guys just going up the middle. You just. How about a walk-on running back, Vellis? You dragging like four Alabama linebackers, like eight or nine yards for a first down. Right. 
Jesus. Walk on for Georgia. Wide receiver doing the same thing to Tennessee. Well. Tennessee oh, the little white guy? Glad McConkey. Yeah. McConkey, that was his yeah, yeah. I was like that I was like, that kid is I was like I think his dad used to play for the Giants. Mm. That's wild. Oh, it was great. Yeah. I, I thought it was hilarious. Bill Belichick has been calling him all week. Belly. Loves those little white receivers. That's our next <laughs> defensive coordinator. Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. Oh. I would love to just build a monster, but like just come down here in your retirement and coach the defense, dude. It's fine. Like Yeah. Here's seventy million. There, is that good enough for you? Eighty, ninety, hundred, me name it, it's fine. You can build a house next to Nick. On the lake. Yeah. We'll bulldoze the other person. We'll pay them out. That's while they good. while they're in the house. I don't care. Oh Jesus. <laughs> it's a it's a rough week, guys. It's a rough week. Sorry. Like iRobot, just schedule a demo while he's in the house. Mm. So, anyway. Anyway, so on, on to the next one. So. Here's on to the next one by Jason. Oh, boy. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Alexa being nosy in the house. Yeah. Speaking You're of. Listening. Speaking of. Good Lord. She's still talking. All right. So, well, the next uh, the next segment of the show is a little thing we like to call "grinds my gears." And there's somebody that always comes around when it's time to grind the gears. So let's bring him on. That and music. There you go, baby. Only one thing. <laughs> Mavericks in the house, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Maverick. The floor is yours. Ooh, gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Topics that come upon Maverick's desk today. The offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator situation going on at Alabama. What the hell is going on, man? What is going on there? You That's telling me? Uh, anybody, anybody, tell me, please, anybody. Because a complicated pro offense run for a bunch of 18-year-old kids by a guy that has no friggin' clue how to call a game as the game's happening. It's it's not good, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's, it's not good because... Here is the positive note, and I've already mentioned it earlier. Maybe, maybe in some alternate ego, huh, they call Parker. I don't. We don't associate with Parker here. This is Maverick. He's gone. Maverick. Maverick He's gone. says that. Um, Send him out to get a pack of cigs. No. No. 
if any indication from the presser on Monday, so you know, say so already said, Saban's not is, is going to take it all on himself and everything. Uh, I can guarantee you, Bob ain't going to be here at the end of the season. Okay, he gone. He's gone. It's gone because that experiment just worked out so well. Um, it's a fair statement, Perry. Yes, I agree. No, uh, yeah, arm tackling is a huge issue. Uh, not wrapping up, fitting them up, getting them to the you know sideline. They use that as they call the twelfth man, and uh, it, it just blows my mind. And Jeff's pointed on it numerous times. You do that stupid zero blitz with two two, as Jeff likes to call him two two, and uh, guess what? He gets it. He gets it more like it. <laughs> He gets it, he he gets he gets blown up and he does arm tackles like every time. Mm, mm. I don't get it. Every single solitary time, one hundred percent. Demarco Ellums had nine solo tackles. Saturday. That is your strong safety. Your strong safety yeah. is making your tackles. And he got his jock left on like the ten yard line. Had to go back and pick it up. Yep. Not good looks. Brian Branch had eight. Mm. I mean, your free safety. Your if that is leading hey, the team hey, in tackles, that's a bad. That is that idea. is some JV Bush League stuff. Okay, guys. That if if your front seven can't make the tackles and stop forward momentum, like I, I saw it over the game the whole weekend. We make a tackle, we're initiating contact after four yards of gain. That's not even stopping them. That's very bad. Complete redo. Complete reset button. Saban, I know you ain't going to listen to this. You know, we're just a bunch of couch (laughs) cats. He's in the chat now. He's blowing me up. He's in the chat. He's blowing me up. Leave me alone. You know what? what? Nick, dude, we'll talk after the show, bro. Listen to Maverick right here. All right? Tell you how it is. Complete reset button, guys. Complete reset button. Hey, man, I've got it all worked out today. It's fine. It's fine. Just Mm. calm down. Mm. 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 Golly. Nick blowing up my DM. Oh, jeez. He's probably pissed off at Maverick now. It ain't good. It ain't good. Guys. The coordinators are what... I'm with you. I have heard... um, What is... uh, Gosh, former... Former Alabama player D'Amico Ryan. Did I hear something? Ryan's with an S. Ryan's Ryan's with an S. Yes, he was uh, early mid two thousands, right? Am I not? Two thousand five was his last year. He was two, three, four, five. Gotcha. So I don't know if it was true. Something statement came on that he is actually the D coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers. Yes. Yes. Um. Some comment came out and he said that he would be willing to call Saban at the end of the season to maybe talk about being a defensive coordinator. Um, that's don't know true. You, if that's it is good. true, that's very yeah, good. Um, good. I really don't know the market if. right now for yeah, if it is true. Yes, big if. Um, apparently, they're paying him quite a bit of money to be the D coordinator there up in the NFL. Six so. million a year right now. So. Oh, Lord. Uh, well. Yo, Demeeks. <laughs> We'll give you 20. There, boom, settled. What time? Can you be here in the morning? Well, I mean, I don't know the who's out there as far as D coordinators. I, I, I mean, Gary Patterson would be a name I could 
see him calling. You know, he's not he's what is he an analyst for Texas? He's an analyst. That's the first name so, that came in my head. You know, I, I could see him calling him maybe. Come over coach defense for a couple years or forever. Um, or forever. <laughs> I like I like D'Amico, man. I, I personally think they that any of the former players that are coaching that I, I would like him to call some of those guys. I like to see I'd like to see Bring some back former players, man. Some former Bring players that are coaching. Not not just be like Oh yeah, so and so is broadcasting now. Yeah, come down and coach special teams just so we yeah. can have an, a former player on the team or on the staff. No, no, no. I mean like guys like that are really coaching right now. D'Amico Ryan's, you know, Sean Dion Hamilton. I think is coaching for the Lions. Uh, I think he's bring linebackers Teague. coach. Bring George Lions Teague back so we can teach him teach our defensive backs how to cover people. Well, is Teague coaching? Teague's always doing something about coaching. Yeah. I think he does something. I, I don't know if he lives back in Alabama anymore. I think he's out in Dallas, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It looked like they had a pulse. Yes. Agreed, Perry. Agreed, Defense has Perry. no pulse. It's pulseless. It's a bunch of pulsies. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. It, they look bad. lifeless out there. Lifeless, and they look like they don't care about even being out there, about wearing... Like, you know, what happened this? to Will you know, what, what? Anderson? Why did he not play in that game? Was he injured? No, he played. He was no, he there. Didn't. No, he didn't. I, mean, I didn't he's... see him. Will Anderson doesn't play in a game and do z- and register nothing against a freshman tackle. So clearly, he didn't play. Hey, it's okay. You know, Dallas Turner got his uh, butt handed to him by another freshman. On yes. the other side of the line. Both freshman so, tackles it was took Will Anderson oh. and Dallas Turner and ran them into the parking lot. Every took play. Them out of the game. Completely out of the game. When the game started, Maverick, when the game started, I was like, freshman tackles? <laughs> we going to whip them all like, day. Like, it's time to eat, fellas. Like, they got no chance to stop both of them. And they, they took them out. Took both of them out. Just took them both to the shed. That just shows you how bad it. I can't even blame that on some of the the players on that. It's got to be the scheme. It's got to be the scheme because it's too complex. Give me something to base. Give me a base three four or four three defense. That's all I'm asking. Run some simplified plays here, people. It's not that hard. <laughs> I know the de- I know the offenses are crazy nowadays, but I mean there this is, is strong, simplified man. defenses. There is. And I know they spy the quarterback. Exactly. How do you not spy the quarterback who's one of the leading rushing quarterbacks in the country? We got spied. Bryce got spied the entire game. They had a spy on him the entire game. That's why he threw a pick from the two-yard line in the end zone. Just like 2019 when we went right down the field against Big Bad Joe Burrow and the 19 Tigers. We went right down the field. Bing, bang, boom, bang, bing. Right about to score, and Tua drops the ball. Nobody touches him. He just drops the ball. LSU recovers. 97-yard touchdown. We're down 7-zip. I mean, it was like that same exact thing, except LSU didn't go down to score this time. But we just drove right down the field. I mean, everything was working. Right down the field. Boom. And then we start passing on the goal line and interception. You guys want to hear something crazy about Saturday's game? I do. We had six sacks. Yeah. I don't even remember seeing those six sacks. They were irrelevant when they happened. 
It's happened all year where we've been getting pressure and, you know, we turned those pressure into sacks Saturday, but they're so inconsequential, I feel like. Yeah. At yeah, the, t- like at the they, time, one yeah. drive. They don't get the pressure like on the, like on the last drive in the fourth quarter, you know. They can't get any pressure right. then. You know, we we gave we the offense gave them the lead three times, and three times the defense gave the lead back. Like, just make one stop. Like all this, all this stuff. All you got to do is make a stop, and they they got the lead. It couldn't stop. Offense gave it back to them. Couldn't stop. Bryce ducks out of like six sacks on that one play. He Damn, looks up, Houdini. hits Jacory for the touchdown, and you're like, boom! Like that was some, that's that Bryce and Young stuff. That was some Johnny Bryce football. Bryce and Young. And, yeah. the, and then they come go. back, and the defense gives it right back up. Like, right down the field and score. And I'm like, just golly. Like, what are we doing? Uh, what error are we then? The big issues I'm seeing uh, position-wise, DBs are average. Uh, safeties are okay. I mean, they're more of a tackling safeties. I, I really don't know about Branch. I've seen him get burnt quite a bit this season. He's not uh, but, much in coverage. But, I mean, but then again, I, can I don't know. I don't know sometimes. how much of this is to blame on scheme versus player ability. That's how bad it is. We bring somebody else in at D coordinator, and then we find out how bad it is. Then, then maybe it is the player. I don't know, but yeah. I think it's probably fifty-fifty or sixty-forty. Either way, I it's, am extremely confident in saying it's the scheme after watching the Tennessee game. So yes, that's fair. Yeah, I, I don't think our Too players damn complex. are in a position to succeed. Um, Agreed. I mean, I'd love to see more out of Dallas Turner and Will Anderson. They haven't been in back players like they were last year. Like the che- um, the cheetah package. Everybody's talking about that. You know, what I'm talking about Fonzie. Like the cheetah package. Yes. Everybody was talking about. Like that was they got dominated to too. The cheetah got, package got carried ten yards by that walk on tailback number twenty seven for LSU. That was the cheetah package. Or Moody let him go. Tui, 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 tui. Missed him. Shocking. And he drug everybody else. It's a sad state. Useless. Right now. Useless. But they never. They don't make no changes, man. They don't change anything. They just keep running the same folks doing the same thing. Henry running the same blitz. Leaving the middle wide yep. open every time. Slant automatic. No, nobody in the middle. Not that Henry's going to cover anybody over the middle, but he'll at least – be there, be a body in the lane that they've got to account for. Even though yep. he'd probably brick hand it if you threw it to him, but you've got to account for him being there, even if he's just in the area. Mm-hmm. But just in. Well, yeah. I've got so the one coordinators. Last, I've got one last statement to make before I go, guys. One last statement before Maverick goes. <laughs> So, if anybody saw the rankings, how it is, uh, that came out tonight, um, Jeff and I have talked about it previously, about some scenarios that could come out. There's a slim chance Bama could get to the SEC Championship, still. Very slim, very minute, very minute. Stars aligned. Yeah, silver lining. Little, 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 Little tiny hair is what we're talking about. LSU would have to lose the next two big games, which would be Arkansas and um, A&M. And we have to win out, obviously. Um, that would put us in the SEC Championship against Georgia. I, 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 there, I, there's no way I think we beat them, no matter if we played them on our best day. They're that good. Um, That'd be a tough one. 
theoretically, this if team. a miracle happened and they won and they beat Georgia, there's no way you keep a the SEC champion out of the college football playoff. Not with how dominant, especially how dominant and how respected Georgia has been this year, especially in the rankings and everything. So I still think Georgia, it, Georgia is, what, what do you call it? They're, they're above everybody else. They're head and shoulders above everybody else. This is basically the same situation as them last year. Even if they yes. lose in the SEC championship game, they're still getting in the playoffs. So. Except I don't think they dropped to four. I think they would drop to two. Yeah. So all they really have to do is just win these last three Patsy games. And the SEC championship game is really an irrelevant game for them other than a trophy or a, you know, a notch on the wall of another SEC championship game and going undefeated. I'm sure they've got reason for that game, but it's not like it would kill their, it would be a knockout punch if they lost that game, just like last year. So my final question is this to everybody. If that were to happen, first question, there's a two-parter, I'm sorry. First question would be, if they were, if Alabama were to make it to the SEC championship, do you even want to see them in that position? And the second part is, if they were to beat Georgia and get to the playoff, would you want to see this Alabama team in the playoff? Yeah. Floor is yours. That's my thing. I mean... If I can take the floor, go ahead, please. Please, I mean, it's it it comes to a point. It's like, do we even deserve it? You know, because you see how Georgia responded to dropping uh, lower in the rankings, and how they responded to Tennessee, and yet we dropped to number six. And you see how we respond to LSU. I think that kind of speaks more. It's just, I don't really see that drive. I don't see that like pissed off like. You know, like we said last episode, like, all right, drop us down to, like, number 10, number 20. Let's get pissed off. And, like, I don't really see that, you know? Yeah, I don't see any anger. Yeah, it's just more like contempt, like, okay, whatever. No urgency. They just accepted yeah. the result. Different. They're comfortable times, being 7-2. It's the yeah, biggest difference in prior years. You know, I I, mean, I agree with you, Fonzie. That, that's the biggest change. You said five years, right? Just mentality-wise? Just about care. Like, pride in, in doing what you're doing for your team and stuff. Like, I, since tw- like in a two-year span, like 20, I felt like everybody cared about their teammates on that team. Maybe maybe there's more to the story. Maybe I'm just being a typical blinded Alabama fan. But... Oh, yeah, could you imagine the Mac Jones years like them? No, it'd be a completely different story. Right? I mean, I don't think there's like mutiny in the locker room, but no, I think no. the coordinators go a long way towards this as well, where these players might not feel confident like they did in the past. I mean, they're some of the most talented players in the country, and they're dealing with a complex system on both sides of the ball that and they don't have. Developed. Right way. I would agree to an extent. To an extent. I, I still think a lot of it is simply scheme, scheme. to be honest. But yeah, I, I was going to say that, Fonz, with you. It's, I think it's scheme, and then it trickles down to everything. Like mm-hmm. because of the scheme running on offense, it leaves Latham on an island, 
with a speed edge rusher that has a straight shot to the quarterback because of the formation we're in and whatever, whatever, you know, it's like it, it, everything stacks and leads to Latham giving up six pressures, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the game. And it's like six pressures. Yeah. You know, kidding me. That's, that's not something he would be expected to do in the NFL. No. Yeah. Yeah. And it's they, like they, the guys, you know, it's first year starting yeah, first so. year starter, and, and you know we're, we're in this complex scheme, and a lot of these guys are first, you know, are freshmen, and that's why the freshmen can't play. So we keep running these stiff upperclassmen receivers up that are bunt that are bus, you know, and it's like the the kids can't play because the scheme's too complicated. I mean, look at Bryce at the line every game four three two one. You know, the play clock's at three two one four three two one. You know, or he has to call a timeout, or we get a false start because we're trying to hurry, and he's still barking signals. It's like he, he changes all the schemes and does all that, and then he steps back and gets the ball and gets hit. And it's like, what did you change the scheme to? If, if it doesn't matter, like, I don't know. It's ridiculous. Like, Sark, going from Sark to this, it couldn't have been a couldn't have been a, a bigger whiff. Such a transition. From, from the biggest transition. home run ever hit to the biggest whiff ever in, in one – off season, we didn't realize what we had till it was gone. <laughs> oh man, I Sark knew exactly, was. Hey, I knew exactly I mean, yeah, what we had I mean, when yeah. we had it. Oh. Dude, Sark was like a painter with a canvas, and you're sitting there watching him call a game. It's like you're watching him paint. Yeah, like Bob Ross. Art. It's like Bob <laughs> Ross of play calling. I mean, he's like, oh, trees oh, there's a there's a happy little linebacker. Let's move Smitty around, or he's man on man to man on him right here. Oh, there's a pretty touchdown. Watch this. Six. Oh, that's beautiful. And you just add a little thing here. I mean, it's like that. That's the way it was watching Sark call a game. And then O'Brien, you're just left just sitting there going, what "The hell? What? Why did we? Hang on. How many throws? What? I mean, I feel like I do that all the time with Bob. Like, huh? Wait, what? Why did we stop running? We just had four runs in a row for 50 yards. Why did we th- throw three times just then and punt? I don't understand. Like, coming out of halftime, pass, 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 punt. Then we get the ball again. Pass, 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 punt. (laughs) We've wasted about a quarter and a half Saturday night. (laughs) Oh, man. It was just just brutal. Like, maybe it was the thing that Saban's finally like, all right, like, enough of this. We lost Fonzie. Oh, he's frozen. Well, at least he's happy. At least it wasn't one of those mid freezes where he was yeah. like, one of the more generous freeze. <laughs> yeah, that was a generous freeze. That's what we call it. <laughs> yeah, that's a generous freeze. All right. All right. Well, Maverick is signing off, everybody. Hope Thanks for joining us, Maverick. Until next see time. Next time. Until then, <laughs> it's always what maverick says because that's the bottom line because why maverick said so see you know what grinds my (laughs) ear well diddy's back sorry fellas (laughs) that's cool man you just missed maverick uh Taking off on the carrier. Oh, 
I haven't seen He's gone. Either. Just like yeah. that. Just Gosh. like that. Such a blur. I missed everything. So, I missed everything. So the next, the last, as we close the show here, the next few minutes, we got to give Hunter his due. Fins up, dude. The Dolphins, uh, who did y'all beat this weekend? The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Very close win. I'll give it that. It kind of stalled. It kind of became a stalemate in the second half, not going to lie. But Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, the dynamic duo, you know. Just I mean, Tyreek going to have 2,000 yards. And they're yeah. still going to be telling you that Tua can't throw. <laughs> and Waddle not too far behind him. Now, you know, uh, I'll yeah. give some credit to Waddle, you know. And even, you know, people like Sherfield, you know, getting some action in there. So. Jalen Waddle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. A Synonyx Jubitus. Shout out to the UA coaches, unofficial UA coaches, Coach P, Coach Nitty. <laughs> A Synonyx yeah. Jubitus. That's what they call him. Half man, half cheetah. Did y'all watch any of the Bears game or Dolphins Bears game? That was um, when did that come on? That was on Sunday. Like was it the noon game? Twelve yeah, o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. No, I had Red Zone on, so they you know they were cut. They were, I did too. So I kind of just kind of like kind of got the highlights pretty much. I, yeah. I went back and rewatched it. Definitely the most hype moment was the defensive like punt block where he ran. Oh, nice like, touchdown! That was pretty sweet. Not gonna lie. <laughs> How did Bradley Chubb look? Did he yeah. play? Yeah. yeah, he played. He's wearing number yeah, he two. Did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I saw that. He's wearing number two, and I was like, "That's weird." Still weird seeing NFL you know players in single digit numbers, you know, random single digit numbers. Yeah, defensive linemen and stuff, and these random numbers. So it's, it's pretty Fields cool. Though. Did his best. I mean, that kid could still be a threat. He just couldn't close pretty much. I mean, he had what did he have? Like forty something. Fantasy points this week? I mean, didn't he go off? Or oh, yeah, the last I mean, yeah in the fantasy world, yeah. <laughs> he killed he it. ran for 178 yards. Yeah. Jeez. He carried it. They need some team. help. <laughs> that team is competitive for no reason. He's just, yeah. he's just yeah. scurrying around. The Bears you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. God love him, but he's having a great year. So mm. Yeah. He, just well, he doesn't have any tools in his tool belt. What are y'all, six and three now? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. That they are six and three. I'd love to have six wins. So Blaine is best game ever since his second concussion. <laughs> yeah, because he because he can't sorry, remember that he can't throw. Yeah, he think he, he his brain's mush, so he thinks he can throw. So he just keeps on throwing and shredding and killing it and everybody. But you know, I don't know what wire they knocked down. <laughs> but they still tell say you can't throw. But whatever, They're like yeah, Tyree kills. He's making Tua look good. Well, Tyreek Hill make everybody look good. Don't don't yeah. fault Tua because Tyreek Hill's good. Yeah. Yeah. Tua, he, I mean, Blame he's Tua because Tyreek Hill's faster than any human alive. Yeah. He's he I mean, problem. I don't understand that. But who do y'all got next? That's a good question. Let's see. We got and the Saints, Fonz. Still lost. Ooh. Yeah. Jameis Winston. Yeah. Oh boy! No, we get oh, Andy no. Dalton. Yeah, we get Andy <laughs> Dalton. Yeah, we get Redbeard. He's there. He is. His red beard's going too. Oh Starting yeah, to look like looks, a uh, and a Viking. A little scraggly. Yeah. Well, He's looking at about here, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> big beard. Big beard. Andy Dalton. Who did you say the Dolphins have? Are you looking at? Uh, the Browns. The Browns. So yeah. The oh, Browns. Uh, did it, any is there any update on Josh Allen? You know they say he might have a UCL injury in his elbow. Yeah, I haven't seen any updates about that though. <sighs> I got him. I got him in my fantasy league. He's my starting yeah, quarterback. He's my starting quarterback. One of my teams. I had to go sign Deshaun Watson and hope I can survive till week thirteen. If if Allen's out for an extended period of time, they're talking about the same thing Roethlisberger had. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. bad news because Roethlisberger came back with noodle arm. Just hope there's not they another were, allegation. <laughs> so they were testing him today. And then another guy said, like, he tore his UCL. And he felt fine at the end of the game. Like, he could still throw because he was warmed up. But yeah. then when he went to practice, like, Tuesday, he couldn't even throw a spiral five yards. So so basically, like, like Ben the entire season when he came back from his elbow surgery. Yeah. You know, I don't know if that's serious, but um, don't tell me that. Not looking good for the Bills. Oof. I wouldn't think. No, I mean it's Josh Allen. So you know, if he's it's a freak, he's man, fairly healthy, he'll still be. Good. I should have played number the one scorer in my fantasy league, and now he's gone. He's just to be whole season down the drain. Yeah, I had the Bills defense on my fantasy. I should have played the Dolphins. Oh. Yeah, I had the Steelers defense on mine when T.J. Watt was in, and they, they were lethal. And then he hadn't played since, and uh, I couldn't couldn't keep him around no more. I had to move on. <laughs> Speaking of T.J., when's he coming back? Sunday. Sunday. Ooh. Was it already talked about? I'm sorry, I missed it. No, wasn't. No, no. But he is. It was always when it was realized he didn't need surgery. It was always going to be the target was the following the bye week, the week following the bye week. Gotcha. But now that we're two and six, I'm like, do you want to risk him making it worse for a team that's might not win another game? That's what I always I, I look at our schedule and I'm like, we could do something with this, but then I forget how bad we actually yeah. are too. Then it's like, uh, no, no. You could always be the Colts, but you know, have Sam Ellinger as your quarterback. <laughs> What At least they're actually playing for nothing, whereas, like, yeah. I feel like we have the future core intact. Yeah. Just Old Kenny Two Gloves, baby. So, uh, before we get out of here, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention uh, Bama basketball team back in action last night. Season opening win. Pretty convincing. Uh, we still can't shoot for nothing. No. But uh, yeah. they they attacked, they crashed boards. They had, like, 60-something rebounds, I think. Um, at one point we had 58, so I think we, I think we hit 60 in rebounds. We had four guy or three guys in double digits, almost four. Um, the, de- four. the defensive effort, the hustle. I mean, we looked a lot better. Like everything about that game was beautiful, except the shooting from three. The three point shooting was the only thing that was really a, a, a critical miss. Yeah, even though star player Clowney only made like one of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean. It, it, it Sears hit one like late in the game. I think we finished like three for twenty six or something like that, or three for twenty five, or or just something, yeah, just some crazy three, three, three pointers that we made. <laughs> I mean, some crazy. I mean, and and what was so crazy is they were they were getting open looks. You know, it wasn't like they were they were contested or they were falling out of bounds or they were or you know, they were going up with a couple guys on them or or whatever whatever. They were it was like ball movement, ball movement, ball movement, pop, catch, shoot brick 
All right, come back down, you know, dribble, dribble, pass, pass, set screen, pass, pass, boom, kick out, wide open, brick. And it's like, geez. I mean, they were getting these open looks, and they were just tank, clank, tank, clank, Or just like drive to the basket. Drive, 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 drive to the basket and throw it up as hard as you can and try to jam it, and then it looks like a brick. And it's not good. Betty Ako firing off threes, and I'm like, no. No. (laughs) God, Charles, No. But I'm Nate's afraid like, we're going to see a lot more because yeah, uh, yes. loves the three ball. Nate yeah. loves it, encourages him to shoot it. And I'm like, no, Nate, tell Noah Gurley just to stick to the post moves. He's got sick post moves. Maybe two years ago that would have worked. <laughs> no, <it isn't. laughs> God, shot thirty. I mean, I didn't think we would ever see another three for thirty game like we saw last year twice. <laughs> well, I almost hit the trifecta. I mean, combine those games, we were almost nine for 90. <laughs> it's, it's not even laughable. Oh, I, I can't help it. That's so but bad. Everything else was great, though. The defensive intensity, the rebounding, the ball movement, um, you know, the rotation. You know, the, I mean, I, I thought everything looked great other than shots. Agreed. Three and they were getting open looks. So that's super athletic team. Super athletic team. Very, Defensive you know, nightmare. Defensive many, nightmare, I think, for opponents. Just, I think just imagine if they could shoot. Uh, I think all of them started. All were freshmen. No, three, I'm sorry. Betty Aka. So, yeah. Betty Aka wins years. Or not. Yeah. Or not. yeah. So Burnett started, too. He's not a freshman. Didn't Burnett start or did he come off the bench? Oh, he did start. But he's ro- he's very rotational. Yeah. But he did so. Coming off of knee injury and stuff, but I, I really mm-hmm. liked, I really like what we saw from them. I thought they were a very, very athletic, defensive intensity. If they can play defense like that, the shooting's got to come around. Shooting has got to come around, at some point, right? You could tell the the defensive part was the big thing. Uh, Nato's was trying to tackle. Yeah, so you can definitely tell that came through. Yeah, and that's just my biggest issue. It's like a, over the past couple seasons. Uh, with Bama basketball, and I'm not as avid as I probably should be with it. Um, it's just like we we get a bunch of these players, and then immediately when they come to Alabama to play basketball, they lose the touch to shoot a basketball. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I, I was like, what, what what happened? I you know what it is. I told you what it was, Parker. Aircraft hangar. Bingo. <laughs> that dump of an arena. That's why I'm. That's what I'm blaming it on. Could be a lot of a lot of good shooters do not shoot shoot <laughs> shoot shoot good in uh oh sorry, um shoot good in aircraft hangers. That doesn't work well. Whoops, doesn't work well. Well, my shot's broken anyway. So, <laughs> but I didn't know this before last night, and this blew my mind. I didn't know we were the third highest ranked recruiting class in the nation. Yeah, I knew we were up there. Year? I didn't know exactly like what the final number was, but I knew that we were up there. Now that's per ESPN, so I don't know okay. if the composite was or anything, but you had All number right, three so, class in basketball 2022. How about that? Our next game is Friday night versus Liberty at home, 7 p.m. Ooh-wee. Coleman Coliseum versus the undefeated Liberty. University, whatever their mascot is, they're one and zero, so they're undefeated as well. But uh, 
Anyway, so gentlemen, always a pleasure. We had a good time this evening. Thanks everybody for joining us in the chat. Thanks everybody that tuned in. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you come across this video on YouTube or something and you think we're dumb and boring enough that you want to come back. Don't forget to like and subscribe. But uh, until next time, Parker, Fonz, Murph, Roll Tide. Roll Tide. See you guys next time. Roll Tide.